Welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music's very own Kerry Lacey. Hey everybody, welcome to 10 Minute Tips to Teach Music with Clarissa Custom Music. My name is Kerry Lacey and I'm going to be looking at some online resources that you can use for your uh, junior classes, maybe for your elective classes and then of course they're resources that exist with the New South Wales Education Standards Authority or NESA. Now the HSC in New South Wales is a course basically designed for year 11 and 12. There's two different courses, there's Music 1 and Music 2. Now if you're looking for some other oral examples or some other questions these are great places to go to. In the access area this week, I'm actually going to be providing a document, it'll be a PDF document, this one's a Google Doc, with um, uh, the actual HSC Music Questions that we've got here, uh, just forgive me, HSC Music Questions for the 2016 HSC paper. So there's a link to the exam paper. All of the questions in a brief summary along with a strategy. So I want to kind of go through this document and explain how it sort of works. Some of the resources, when you go to NESA, they actually have a link to the exam paper and they have a link to the marking guidelines. Now what that's about is that you can actually check out what kids were strong in, some of the errors that they made, some of the things they weren't so strong in with the marking guidelines. Here in the Music 2 exam paper, this is the actual Bostes paper, um, you can see that question one is crucifixes. So you can actually see that they've got the questions, they've got the actual exam paper. What they haven't got is they haven't got the recordings. So if you're not in New South Wales and say you're in Melbourne or Victoria and you want to use some of these resources, it can be a little bit tricky. You'll notice that some of the resources lack scores because at the time of publication they didn't have access to the original source. Um, so you kind of have to go hunting. Well, I've saved you a little bit of time here by uh, going through the exam paper and finding new links online. For example, the first question, which is um, identify the compositional devices used in the excerpt and you have to make specific reference to the score, it's bars 1 to 11 and the exam itself had three playings A to answer A and B. And they had a playing and then a 30 second pause and then a playing and then a minute and then a playing in two minutes. Now this is just what happened in the exam. Okay, it's actually segment 0 to 55 seconds of Crucifixes by Antonio Lotti. And I managed to have found the score online. So when you jump onto YouTube and you dial it in, it happens to come up with the score. So this is a good thing if you don't have access to scores. YouTube has got some around. I'm hoping that the ones on YouTube have copyright uh, approval because that'll really annoy me if they don't. But this is a version of Cambridge Singers and I'll just press play because it's just going through. It's directed by John Rutter. And you can see here it's actually got the score. So you could actually listen to that and it's the first two pages in effect. So you could actually listen through to the recording. So you can actually listen to the recording uh, with your students and you could actually go through 
and try and answer the question. Another option is you could say to the students if you have a flipped style classroom, you could actually give them the question itself and you could say to them, see if you can identify the compositional devices in the excerpt and tell them to listen to the first 55 seconds and the scores there online. So it's perfect for a flipped classroom. It's quite a simple little activity. It's good for years nine and 10 as well. My strategy would be to ID the time period. So you could give the kids a scaffold from these uh, strategies that I have off to the side. ID the time period. When you listen to it, you probably realize it is Baroque. When you investigate Lottie, you'll find out that he is from that time period. And so you could go through a list of compositional devices for the Baroque period that you have and find two or three to be safe. You know, you might say to the students, I want you to find three compositional devices or five compositional devices or whatever. The second question was explain how pitch is used in the excerpt. And it said make specific reference to the score. So again, it's Baroque, so you could look for chord progressions, look at the bass note, teach the students how to do that specify um, the tonic and dominant relationships. There could be a, a modulation, for example, in this one. Melodic devices can be also called upon. You can get the kids to ID bar numbers. So you could direct them to, uh, to what happens in bar 25, what happens in bar 12, whatever it is. Part C of this question was from 55, which was the second page, so the third page to the end. And what they had to do was explore the composer's use of texture. So again, it's Baroque, so look for entrances and exits. Uh, you also could have antiphony uh, layers. And of course, um, the other thing you could add is um, imitation. So there's lots of, of Baroque concepts that you can talk about within this particular work. So that's kind of a bit of a series of strategies. From that, as I said, you could develop a scaffold for years 9 and 10, or even years 7 and 8. Now, I don't know if Lottie is the sort of thing you would do with year 7 and 8, um, but it may very well be. Uh, now, with the question 2 in the HSC, it's usually got a melodic dictation in it. So if you're looking for melodic dictation ideas, these exam papers are great. Now, not all of the exam papers have the actual dictation noted like I have here. 2016 does which is great but not all of them do because when they're at the time of publishing they didn't have copyright approval so you have to respect that um, you might be able to find the scores on IMSLP if it's for education um, perhaps but with melodic dictation I always teach my students the same thing see if you can get the rhythm in the first two playings use the guide notes that you've got here to find notes before and after so for example if the melody steps down to here or jumps down to here maybe it goes to the third third to the E maybe from this note here there might be something close it might be next door or it might be an octave jump or whatever so use the guide notes use the guide rhythms you've got there ID any patterns or repeat bars um, ID the return to notes you already know like the start note for example this might come back to the start note a couple of times so keep an eye out for that um, ID notes that repeat after each other, like for example these two C's here. Um, patterns and sequences that you know, like arpeggios or octave leaps. Sometimes a chord progression can help you make an educated guess too if you're really floundering. Um, so there's just a couple of tips and tricks for melodic dictation. With the HSC, this one actually goes from, uh, we normally have six playings in the exam, 10 seconds, 30 seconds, so a playing and then 10 second pause 
applying and then 30 seconds. Then applying one minute, applying one minute, applying two minutes, applying and two minutes. So it gives the kids approximately two, four, five, six, about six minutes, 40 seconds to write. And then of course there's the playing of the excerpt. So uh, it's a pretty reasonable sort of structure. I find it to be quite a useful structure. I would give more guide notes in this or I would give the full rhythm for years nine and 10. If Berlioz is the sort of thing you're doing with seven and eight, we do, um, uh, in some schools I've worked out, we have had melodic dictation happening in year seven and eight with actual instruments. Um, so that's always a good thing. So if you want to start doing that, these HSC papers have got some ready-made samples for you to go and find, which is good. Um, question 2B was how is duration used? Now in the HSC they didn't have a score, so they had to do a text graph in is one of the recommendations I offer. Um, however, um, it's really up to you how you teach students to listen. Uh, in this case, rhythmic features, it was a romantic period, so cause and effect um, you know, would be a good one to start looking at because the question was how does he use duration to create interest? Uh, so duration is used to create something, so cause and effect. In question three, this is a really interesting one. If you're looking at Australian music, Paul Stanhope is an extraordinary Australian composer. Um, there was no score for the first question, but there was a score given for the second part of question three. And of course, Paul Stanhope is an amazing educator. So he freely offers his recordings on his SoundCloud account. So the uh, link I've put there is from his SoundCloud account. Of course, if you want to study this in more detail, I would highly recommend you getting the work itself. And if you've got a good orchestra, give it a go. It's only five minutes long. It's not a very long work. Um, and it's a fantastic piece of music. It really is. So the question was, explore how tone colour is used in this excerpt. Well, tone colour is all about how and used. So when you see the word how or you see the word used, it really requires a cause and effect. Okay, what is making the sounds and what effect has it got? Okay, because it's how is it being used? So what is it and what effect is it creating? So tone colour is obviously the way it's played. Think of things like register, articulation, expressive techniques, instrumental changes like percussion instruments changing or mutes attached to brass. All right, when you listen to this work and you have a look at the score, you'll see the sorts of things that... Paul has used in this particular item and then 332 to the end so in the recording 332 to the end are these bars that you will find and question three was analyze how contrast and unity are achieved in the excerpt make specific reference to the score well contrast are things that compete righty two different registers fast and slow rhythms two different tone colors mutes versus open sounds pizzicato versus bow sounds so comp contrast is all about things that compete alrighty and unity things that are the same unison rhythms playing the same lines harmonic structure pedal points um, anything that requires imitation anything that requires commonality anything that unifies and of course ID the bar numbers is one of the big things now if you're looking for Musicology type structured things. Uh, the HSC does offer a wonderful series of questions. In this case, the question was compare how two composers develop their musical ideas. Now, that question's a great one, doesn't matter what the time period. 
Alrighty, in this case, the students had to pick something from their mandatory topic and their additional topic, but you can substitute that for any, any particular time period you like. So how do composers develop their musical ideas? Well, the strategy should be idea, your core material, and how it's developed. Compare means, in the dictionary, to estimate, measure, or note the similarity or dissimilarity between things. So in this case, it's a good thing to go from one work to the other rather than all of the information about one work then all of the information about another. But it's totally up to you how you handle um, these particular questions. That's a bit of a snapshot on one of the HSC papers and that gives you a bit of a strategy. Uh, so for uh, those that are listening to the podcast, some of this might not have made terribly much sense. But if you go to the YouTube uh, link that's in the description, then you'll find the YouTube uh, video, which will you'll be able to see the actual documents. And if you go to the access area at clarissacustommusic.com.au, that's K-L-E-R-R-I-S-A, you'll be able to find the uh, link to the actual question, the pages in question. And so you'll be able to get your copy and that will make a lot more sense as well. Okay, folks, until next time, I hope this gives you some great ideas on some different questions that you might be able to ask your students in class when it comes to analysis. For more tips and tricks, head on over to clarissacustommusic.com.au.